muscular imbalances. Firstly, what are they? Is it worth fixing them? And then finally, how do we fix them? That is the topic of today. So this is a surprisingly common topic that gets brought up with by clients or just guys at the gym who ask me questions. So I wanna talk about that today. I think it'll be a good topic for a discussion. But firstly, what are we actually talking about? What is a muscular imbalance? What does it look like? What do people normally ask about? And normally it's one of two things. First of all, it's the kind of left to right imbalance. Some people have left sides, which are a bit smaller, or right sides, which are a bit smaller relative to the other side. It normally corresponds with your dominant arm or your dominant hand. Not always, but normally. And the other type of imbalance is individual muscles or muscle groups. A very common one that people think is delts, delts being too small. People want bigger delts to be more aesthetic. Other one is like arms lagging or legs lagging. That's a very common one or calves. So everyone has something which they're somewhat unsatisfied with and that's their thing. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. And in terms of what I've seen of the type of people who ask this question, a very, in terms of beginners, beginners come at this with a really amusing sense of confidence. I notice this a lot. And you get two types of beginner who come at this with a real sense of confidence and you get the fat beginner. The fat beginner who just thinks he's absolutely massive and, and well-built. The, the fat beginner will just declare, bro, I've got really big legs, but the rest of me needs just toning up. Now, you don't want to say it to him. Basically what he means is he's just fat and he's got a lot of fat on his legs. So that's, but he has the confidence of not realizing that. God bless him. In a few years time, the body of the small fear will kick in and he'll know. But the next type of person is a skinny beginner. The skinny beginner always thinks they have much more complete development than they actually do. And that these little differences between left and right actually matter. So a line from them might be, excuse me, Faz, my lateral deltoid on the left-hand side appears to be suffering from a muscular imbalance. And you're looking at them, you're thinking to yourself, it looks like God took some pipe cleaners and attached them to a torso and stuck a head on top as some kind of a joke. And you're wondering what they're looking at. But in their heads, they can see this massive imbalance from left to right. That's a lot of what I see <laughs> people who ask this question. And you also get the group of more, probably more genuine imbalances, for intermediates and advanced lifters who have a genuine imbalance, maybe a genuine left to right imbalance or a genuine muscular balance. Normally with the advanced guys, this might also coincide with competitions or photo shoots where they've been given feedback. So me, for example, my last bodybuilding show, my feedback was upper back needs improving. My lats and mid back was plenty big, but upper back needed some working on. So that's what I've been doing for the past few years. And yeah, it's come up pretty well. It's a bit of a focus of mine. Also biceps, another focus of mine. So there are those who are either connected to competition or they've built a body of work, which looks pretty impressive already. And they just want to even out some of the imbalances, which is fair enough. So in terms of before we talk about muscular imbalances, before we get all excited, because this kind of topic appeals to everyone, before we get excited about it, let's just cover the basics, right? Before we even consider trying to fix a perceived imbalance, we need to consider a few things. Firstly, are you training with a good degree of intensity and focus? Okay. Are you training hard? And I know that sounds really basic, but it's worthwhile saying if you're just 
training like you're barely out of the beginner stage and you're you've got some size on you just because you've been to the gym you've been consistent but you're just in there you're winging it you can't really expect to have much more development than somebody who's just left the beginner stage you haven't really done much there's no intent the next one is do you actually do a balanced amount of volume across the routine i can't tell you the amount of times that i've looked at people's routines and the reason for their imbalance is blatantly clear guys who will do perhaps for hamstrings they'll do one hip hinge no leg curls across the whole week and then they wonder why they're getting an imbalance from back to front you know it's very obvious guys who will be on say power building routines who will refuse to do bicep work and then they wonder why their biceps are lagging years down the line guilty right so we ensure we have some balance across the routine next thing is correct form now this is a really obvious one too and i see it all the time but it's one of those things where if the person isn't aware of what they're doing they won't see it and a very very common one is leg work not getting enough knee flexion on leg work so doing squats or pendulum squats or leg presses or hack squats with tons of weight but you're not even touching parallel never mind going below parallel you're using knee wraps you're also using bands to or reverse bands to lower the weight near the bottom so you're really doing nothing you're not taking your legs under any kind of tension at all you're going halfway down it's mostly back movement but you're squatting a lot of weight so you turn around and go ah oh, my legs just don't grow i'm doing everything i can <laughs> and you look at their squat form and it looks like they've just done a curtsy to the queen god bless her soul <laughs> and you're wondering how they can expect to grow the legs with these partial ranges of motion it doesn't make any sense so make sure you're using correct form and the partial squat thing is a very common one but it's not everything people do the same thing with back work as well chest and shoulders i find is an areas where people don't tend to mess up as much like every now and again, you'll get the guy, usually the kid who wants to test out his bench press, but most people tend to pay a bit more attention and care to the chest and shoulders. It's the back and legs which do it. People get lazy. People get lazy. They don't, they don't want to use a full range of motion. They don't want to work hard and back and leg stuff. It's hard work taking your legs through a full range of motion with a lot of weight. Like it hurts. So people don't want to do it. They add on knee wraps. They go halfway down. They add a reverse band and they add the weight up and they're convincing themselves they're doing all they can when in fact they're wussing out of hard effective leg training the next thing is poundage progression so just not having much of a focus on progressively lifting more and more weight over time if you're not doing that well you're not going to get any luck if you're trying to even out imbalances on your shoulders then tell me how much have you put on your overhead press over the last year 10 pounds, five pounds, you're not going to get anywhere with that. All the volume in the world, it's not going to do a thing for you if it doesn't translate into it, the areas actually getting, being more capable of lifting more weight. It's a very common thing. Faz, I want to get a big upper body. I want to get a big chest. How much do you bench? It's always the guy who benches a plate and a half at five. So I said, so I, my thoughts were then, what has he done to actually apply this knowledge? So I asked the question, as I always do in these circumstances, when everyone seems to know what to do, I say, well, Let's have a look at how you've applied things. How much do you bench? <laughs> I want to know how strong he was. What had he actually done to apply all this knowledge? He said, firstly, he said, you know what, Faz? I'm not a powerlifter. And I said, yeah. Always the same guy. And you think to yourself, wow, like, what do you expect? 
you're going to get a Chris Bumstead physique with an 80 kilo bench. It's not going to happen. And then the final thing is actually bulking. You need to have a track record of gaining 20 pounds of muscle. Like before you say to me, look, Faz, I want to even out my imbalances, whether you're that fat beginner, the skinny beginner or whatever you are. If you haven't actually put in a solid few years of lifting weights and actually gained some muscle and proven that you can gain some muscle, you've got no business with this. No business to prove to yourself, prove to me, you can actually, you are capable of gaining some muscle tissue across your whole body before you start to specialize on the details. A great man once said something about a pebble, a rock and carving. I forget what the exact quote was, but you know what I'm talking about. So, once you've covered all that, because there's a lot to think about this. If we're trying to fix an imbalance, there's a lot to think about. We're going to be devoting a lot of time to tell you whether it's worth it for you or not. I can give you some guidance, but if you have this burning desire to grow your delts over everything else, and that's all you're going to fix on for the next 12 months, then that's up to you. It's your prerogative. Cool. Stay tuned. And I will explain how to do that in a moment. So your perspective is a large part of whether you're going to decide to do this or not. Second thing is from my perspective, your overall development and potential. Like I need to see that you've gained some mass, but also you've got some mass to gain. Okay. I need to know that you're capable of doing this. And third thing is your level of contentment with potentially putting some areas on the back burner because you're going to be doing more, more of anything in particular, but you're going to be doing more. You're adding more stress onto some areas and you're going to need to put some other areas on the back burner. Okay. Not everything can come up at the same time. That's the definition of working on imbalances. You're going to be picking something specific. So are you happy with everything else holding back? If you were to say to me right now, am I happy with holding back the rest of my body just to focus on my biceps and my delts or my upper back? I would say, hell no, I still got pounds to gain. I don't want to waste that time doing that. Sure, I'll put in a bit of extra focus, but not like this, not a full-on specialization for sure. I'm still happy to grow my whole body. I want bigger legs. I want bigger calves, I want back, all that kind of stuff, okay? So firstly, is it worth your time? Now, if you can answer yes to that, then we go on to how do we do it? So if we've corrected all the previous factors, and I have to say at this point, most people have probably dropped out which is fair enough. Most people, they're either beginners with no track record of it, or they're intermediates who have cleaned up their form. They've actually done a proper bulk for once. A whole bunch of the things, the last few slides have taken out a whole bunch of people, probably 90% of people. So if we actually want to do it, if we're considering it, essentially this is in a nutshell what we do. You want to apply more stress to the area and that's gonna to lead to a greater adaptation. And the other side of the coin is you want to pull back to maintenance on other areas. So that means perhaps less volume, certainly no real drive to increase the weight you're using. So, you know, for example, if you wanted to just specialize in your legs for a year, it's a big body part, it's half your body, pretty much. You might need to pull back on the other things. So maybe your chest and your upper back, you won't push the poundages. You'll just keep the poundages steady, safe, do a maintenance amount of volume, keep the pounds steady and really push the legs and really aggressively load the legs. Try to add more weight on the bar, try to do more to make them grow. So you're going to be funneling your recovery abilities from your whole body to specific areas. So in a nutshell, that's how you do it. But that's the incomplete picture. So let me give you an example. 
a simple working example. Let's say we want to just bring up the biceps. Okay, dead easy, simple concept. And it is, it's this, how you do this is actually pretty simple. So let's say your previous bicep volume was the standard anywhere between six to 12 sets per week, just as a regular standard, what most people would do. What you might want to do is you might want to amplify that volume to 15 to 20. Now that's probably going to mean increasing frequency. So if you were hitting those biceps twice a week previously, you might want to go to three or four times a week to allow you to do quality volume on those days. The next thing is you've actually got to maintain that for a year. So this is not a quick fix. If you're trying to get bigger biceps relative to your triceps, for example, or bigger biceps relative to your shoulders, it's not something that's going to happen within a few months. You need to stick to it for a long time. Give it a, and also during the last, during the, during that year, the last part of this is actually gain some body weight. The amount, I have heard a few times people say to me, I just want to specialize on a body part. So I'm going to lift up maintenance. I'm not going to gain any weight. What do you think that's going to do? That's not going to work. It's not going to work very well. It gains some weight, do a standard bulk. So 10 pounds over the course of a year or 20 pounds over the course of a year, depending on how lean you are, all that kind of stuff, you need to gain some weight. They, you're not going to get bigger biceps out of nowhere. Okay. You've got to actually put some mass on your frame. Or let's give you say another example. Let's say you previously, your left side delts and biceps were smaller than the right side. Okay. So I guess what I would do in this situation is perhaps hold the both dealt volumes, both volumes to maybe six to 12 sets a week, maybe on the low end, like six sets just of pressing and curling. Okay. Or maybe some laterals with both arms. So both arms would get six to eight sets per area per week. And then what you do is you'd add in some unilateral work. So add in some work for the left-hand side, maybe some additional one-arm pressing, maybe some one-arm laterals, maybe some curls, some different curl variations, adding that volume and taking up that weekly volume to maybe something like 15 to 20. And again, all the same stuff as before, maintain that for a year and also gain body weight. But you've got to ask yourself, how much do you want it at this stage? You're going to be doing maintenance level volume on both the shoulders and the biceps for both hands, and then doing a whole bunch of unilateral work. <sighs> You're going to have to be pretty committed to do that it is what I'm saying. I'm not a big fan of unilateral work, especially if I'm just working one arm, and uh, not the other one. So you've got to be committed. So it's not something which can be done over the course of a few months. Most people don't think it's worth it. So, but that is how I would do it. That is how I have done it in the past. And here are some concluding thoughts. First thing is, as you probably guessed, my feelings on the topic, and also from evaluating the type of people who are asking this question, beginners, advanced guys, intermediates, whatever, it's probably not worth your time. It would be worth it for an advanced guy. Like I was, I had a stage weight of 180 pounds before I considered improving my biceps and my delts. So I was a big guy before I did a delta bicep specialization, which I ran for a year. And that was um, where I wrote that ebook from my ebook on the uh, topic of specialization. I'll link it up there. Second thing is most of the time, the imbalance is really only visible to you, right? We all have slight imbalances. Like we are all imperfect. That is nature. Nature isn't perfect. We value things. We think things are beautiful, which are perfect, but in general, pretty much everything is it's harder for us to spot that in nature, especially if we're looking at 
videos and pictures of pro bodybuilders and really beautiful people, they tend to be more symmetrical than most of us. And so we see those differences more. But the reality is, most of the time, the imbalance is really only visible to you. It, it is. Third thing is, it takes time to even begin to correct these things. So you have to think to yourself, is it worth me spending 10 years, 10, 10 months, 12 months on correcting something which is going to have a fairly minimal impact on my physique and only really I'm going to see it. And at the same time, putting everything else on the back burner, maybe I could gain a lot more muscle if I focus on everything over the course of the year. Maybe I'd just be bigger. Maybe that would be better. And oftentimes it is. And finally, this is definitely not for people who have no track record of gaining muscle either at all or in that area. If you've never had good legs ever, yeah, sure, maybe it's an imbalance, but it's somewhat of a coincidence that your entire leg structure is holding behind. Probably it's more down to your form or something else you're doing wrong. So it's not for people who don't have a track record of gaining. And if you're that skinny beginner, if, you've, if you're sat there on Reddit, weighing 145 pounds, asking people about the imbalances in your left side and your right side. Like, that's not it, bro. Build your whole body up. That's not for you. So this was a pretty niche video, but hopefully it was, if it didn't apply to you, hopefully it's got the idea out of your head. If you're not massively jacked already, if you're not near the end of your potential, and if it's not a burning desire for you to fix, don't fix it. Just carry on getting yoked. Odds are most people don't notice or don't care about the slight muscular imbalance that you only perceive. Okay, folks, peace out. I'll see you in the next one.